0: Hello, everyone. This is Solo Drive Through Therapy. Thank you so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support, and I appreciate all the listeners uh, everywhere in the world. I gotta say a special shout out to Australia. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. Also United Kingdom comes right next and so thank you guys so much. Okay let's get started. So I wanted to first start off by talking about a recent interaction I had with a patient of mine and we were talking about loneliness which is a common theme that he presents with quite often and let me just say this is a a common theme with many people often people think that loneliness has a lot to do with not being with a person but as you'll find out that if you are lonely and you feel lonely quite easily around people uh, then it is common that even when i'm around people i could also feel isolated so If people will not solve this problem for me, what will? And this is a common problem. When people go into therapy, they don't know it's called loneliness, and they believe that another person would cure this for them. That if I made this relationship with my wife work, you know, if we, we, we just make this work, it'll, it'll, I'll get rid of my loneliness. Or if I even cheat on my wife or my husband, I'll feel less lonely. Or if I go out on dates, I'll feel less lonely. But I think that eventually what ends up happening is that people are just doing patch up jobs, but nothing is really handled from the inside. How I know that is because nothing gets resolved people still continue to feel the sense of loneliness. I don't know if you've experienced it, but I have, absolutely. And I remember when I was going through my own self-work and self-transformation, I came across the concept of loneliness. And because I was kind of restarting working with myself and learning to work with myself, I experienced loneliness in a sense that, realizing it now that it was simply my self-talk on the inside i was not really my best friend i was my worst self-defeating enemy and i held grudges on myself i was scorekeeping i really punished myself internally my self-talk like i said was self-destructing and it really was not was unkind and not compassionate on a rough day I can force myself to keep from resting because I'll call myself lazy and I'll tell myself I'm unworthy when somebody does not text me back or does not call me back I will take things personally when people reject me even at an interview for example it'll be filthy in my own mind um, I will tell myself that I wasn't good enough That there were better people out there than I am, whatever. All of which just felt lonely on the inside. So it that's what it feels like. That's what loneliness is, my friends. It's just the world on the inside is not beautiful. So what we do a lot of the times is distract ourselves with people. And people can be excellent distractions. I can even learn to like myself by being with another person that pays attention to me, that finds me uh, a good person. I mean, even if they're a little bit better than what they sound like in my head, I will, I will get distracted away from me. But what happens is when they leave, as they must, go to work, do whatever, have a life that is not involving me, cool, let's say they do that, what ends up happening to me on the inside when I don't sound really good is that I, I'm back to my loneliness because I have to deal with myself. And again, on my, myself is not nice to deal with. It's not compassionate to me. It doesn't like me unconditionally. It has conditions to my self-love. So, it's hard. It's lonely. And this is rough because uh, if I'm that type of person, I will really be quickly attaching to people and will have a hard time when people leave and change is part of life we evolve and sometimes we will outgrow relationships or outgrow friendships and that's okay that is part of life but oh god not to the person that is lonely on the inside they will continue to fear abandonment so the cure becomes i Continue to try to fill in every space with people. I will try to chase them down. I will try to make them stay all variations of this because I cannot stand myself. The biggest form of entertainment will be everything that has nothing to do with the inside of me. Any form of relief will not be me. It will be other people, other things, other situations, and it will not involve really the inside of me. So it seems like most people I don't want to say most people, many people, uh, seem to find themselves less and less reaching within for their source of relief. We are simply distracting. We distract a lot with now Facebook, for example. We distract a lot with social media in general. It's a big, large form of escapism because it is never ending and it reaches everywhere in the world. So anytime I need it, it is handheld. I can get to it and I can escape. The problem with that is I need you to work with you. I need you to be able to go within and to water your own gardens. Beautiful world on the inside, yet we do not find ourselves ever going in there to do work, to work on being comfortable with silence to work on being un- being forgiving being compassionate to ourselves learning how to use our intuition properly learning how to use our feelings and to regulate them within we become very dependent on other things to do that for us for example medication is highly Addictive because not necessarily due to its chemical properties. Rather, it is the psychological properties and the dependence that causes this addiction. I'm dependent on this medication to make me feel better. I cannot rely on myself. Let me, let me explain why. Because many people after a while start to depend on the medication more than they want to resolve their issues on their own and when they don't take the medication for a few hours they start to panic oh my god i don't have the medication and i ask them well what do you feel after that they start they say they start to feel sad and i'm like that quickly i don't i don't think the medication would take that long to be to be that short to come out of your system but yet we do have this misconception that it will not be in our system and that we will go back to sadness or whatever it is that you perceive the medication may cure but all of it is false my friends I think the medication does have its purpose, but it's not what we think it is. Medication will not teach you how to think differently, how to solve your problems differently, how to have a gentle, kind relationship with yourself, how to be comfortable with quietness and to quiet that noise in your brain down, to be intentional in your thinking and in the way you approach the world. A pill will not help you do that, friends that is all you that's why in my job it's very easy for me to determine whether this person is progressing because of medication or is it because it really is the therapy and what they're doing in therapy it would be easy to identify that from the way they verbalize about their world so know this that loneliness really is just a warning for us to go within and fill up our own cup We're too busy filling other people's cups. That's why it feels lonely. We are on the inside need, thirsty for love, thirsty for self-love, thirsty for self-compassion. We are thirsty for the right words that really will come from us uh, and our need to believe them. Another part of loneliness is pretty important and is always dismissed, besides our need to work on ourselves within and to give ourselves the things that we want from other people, it is important to also note that the best way to feel connected to other people is to relate to them. And it seems obvious, but oh boy, do we miss that part. We're confused about that part. And how do we distance ourselves from people? It is by judging them it is by thinking that we cannot relate to them or even not relating to the world around us we cannot humanize it we distort it by thinking it's either too needs to be too perfect or should be too perfect or any other variations of that distortion but all of which separates us from humanity if i think i am different from others and i cannot relate to them that feels lonely that feels really really lonely if you think about it and this is, has a lot to do still with the relationship with you because on the inside i accept me as a human and i accept that i'm flawed as a human and in turn when i look at people i can relate to them as a human as well and their flawed self i won't be quick to judge when i also know that i am flawed and that they're flawed, and that's, that's cool. They're allowed to be flawed. They are human. Many times we become frustrated, angry, because we think institutions like the government or like the military or the VA or whatever, uh, whatever variations here, or marriage, certainly the institution of marriage should be perfect. It should not be altered. People should not be cheating. People should not be doing each other wrong. People should be committed and all that good stuff. Except we dismiss the idea that these institutions are human. They're human made and they're performed by humans and there is no way that they're not going to be flawed. We cannot make these institutions work And we quickly become disappointed from them. We become disappointed from people as well. And we sit in judgment of them because we are not accepting that they are flawed. We're delusioned. And in turn, we impose our nonsense, non-human set of rules onto something that is in fact very human. So to eliminate the loneliness, to eradicate that shit, I need to really look at people and look at institutions as human. Yep, just like that. It's really, really important. I mean, even the things that you do not think is human is human. I'm very lucky to have worked in in the extreme parts of humanity, meaning I've worked in prison and jail, and in doing so, I got to take a peek at... What society really doesn't want to look at, if you think about it, prisons and jails are on the outskirts of the city. You don't really see them in the middle, not commonly. I mean, maybe you'll see a detention center, but it's very well hidden, and most prisons will be really on the outskirts of the city. You have to do a little drive, if at all you can see them. They're usually pretty, like I said, just invisible, (laughs) but they're there for a reason. We in a lot of ways, dehumanize criminal behavior. But if you really want to see humanity in all its spectrum, go to a prison. When you walk in, you'll smell humanity unaltered. (laughs) You will uh, feel the energy of desperation unaltered. You will hear the sadness, the resolve, the variations of human desperate emotions right we will will feel them and hear them loud and clear and it is so human that it's unbelievable also i think being in those areas of the world (laughs) those extreme areas of humanities and taking a peek at them has helped me relate to humans and to perceive Humanity in its imperfect way. I don't want to see just all the gifted people that are in universities. I want to see the gifted people that are in prisons that read books constantly, <laughs> right? And that are in there doing time. I want to see the view, the variety and the spectrum of humanity. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I like it. And it has shown me a lot. It's shown me that I can, I can relate to that, that I shouldn't be above it. And it also taught me humility, that if I wanted to help somebody else, I cannot be above them. I can't be the expert on them. I can't look at a murderer, or look at a robber, or even look at a sex offender, and say I am above you. Their crime is human. How I know that is because it's done by a human. And in no way do I negotiate with that humans are full of varied things and when we sit in judgment of humans we cannot relate to them and when we cannot relate to humans my friends when we exclude them from our world and we place ourselves somewhere in proximity above them we are lonely we become isolated we cannot connect with people and oh this lonely cycle will continue So let me save you from all this torment and the need to isolate ourselves. Go ahead and accept that human nature is not perfect and human conduct, thusly, will not be perfect. And we are going to experience a wide variety of disappointments and a wide variety of mishaps that is part of humanity, as well as the compassion, the love, the connection of humanity as well we're we're going to experience all that it's beautiful i need to accept all of it as human and just today as a matter of fact i heard somebody say for example that va should be a certain way and that this this system is not good and and they were just talking like this system is not made by humans and not worked by humans and it is incorrect people are going to be people everywhere and people make mistakes and that's okay it doesn't mean that the system is flawed in fact i think the system is human all systems are the school systems government systems political systems all are human and they're a spectrum of human desires human thoughts beliefs And they are very much in danger of being flawed and that's okay it's okay not because it is the right or the wrong thing uh, for people to do but it is okay because it must be accepted as it is a fact we have to accept it before we work with it and make it better we can't look at it judge it blame people and shift blame back and forth and perceive that that would solve the problem somehow systems are human And because of that, we need to approach it in a human manner of flexibility. It is okay because we accept it and then we can work from it from there. And not engage in the delusion that somehow it should be perfect and invincible. Oh boy, we must understand that it's not perfect and that's okay. We will be gentle and kind with ourselves because we know we're not perfect and in turn we give that away. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So keep that in mind, you guys. It's a good thing to work on loneliness. And if you have loneliness and if you experience it, even when you're around people, maybe we need to check whether we are on the inside sounding like our best friends or sound like our enemies, or do we relate to people or not relate to them? Do we think they can be flawed or they need to be perfect? How do we connect with people? That also determines whether we feel lonely as well. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I hope that made sense. <laughs> it was relevant somehow, but we all work on this milestone of loneliness. It is something that has nothing to do with another person. That's the good news. I don't give a shit what other, if other people are around you, loneliness can be worked within. It is a sign, a warning that, that tells you that you need to look within for this relief, that you need to be the primary source of relief and that it is not external. That external will only be a distraction or a temporary patch up. Get ready for disappointment as it is flawed. So if we can't connect to it on that flawed level, <laughs> you're going to get disappointed and it's going to feel really lonely. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you a ton of love and a ton of light. This has been an episode of Drive Through.